is Getting Real Estate in Vegas, and I am Bridget Magnus. Uh, you are watching the Vegas Video Network. Now, if you've got a question, a problem, or a suggestion, be sure to get that into us right away. You can email it to gettingreal at vegasvideonetwork.com. If you're more of a verbal sort of person, go ahead and give a call to our toll-free listener hotline at 866-966-4599. Or go ahead and join us right now on live chat and type in your questions so that we can get them answered. Now, there are five fabulous ways that you could be watching or listening to me right now. So just a big thank you to those who are watching on the Vegas Video Network, those of you who are uh, subscribers through iTunes, those of you who've looked me up on YouTube, those of you who are from Roku, and those listening on Friday nights from 6 to 10 p.m. on KSHP 1400 a.m. Yeah, well, it is a lovely day, the last day of September, and we're going to get the party started with some Friday figures. All right, well, we've got some very good figures today. Um, these figures are from the GLVAR MLS system as of this morning, and we had 13,541 available units. The median price on houses was $136,000. Median price on condos and townhomes was $65,000. Of those, um, 2,945 were foreclosed properties. Median price on those is $107,000. I'd just like to take a moment to point out that that is up 7% since July. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm very happy about that. Um, short sales, we had 6,113 of them this morning. Median price on those holding steady at 110. We also had 4,477 non-distressed classic properties with a median price of $180,000. In the last 30 days, we've closed 3,732 units. Median sales price was 106,000. Median list price 109,000. Both of those numbers are up from last week. Yay, rising prices. Well, modestly rising prices. You get it. Um, we do also have 13,360 units under contract waiting to be purchased. And here's another figure I'm really excited about. The number of contingent short sales waiting to be approved by the lenders has dropped to under 8,000. Still going to be a long haul getting them all cleaned up, but that is such an improvement over where it used to be. We do have, in addition, 5,144 rentals available at a median rent of 1,100 and 2,426 new leases, also with a median rent of 1,100. So let's get on with some news because we do have some today. Tomorrow, October 1, we have new FHA loan limits that go into effect. Here in Clark County, Nevada, that new limit is going to be 287,500. Now, there are some people who are very nervous about these new limits setting in, but I'd like to reassure you that 11,000 some odd of our available properties are below that price, so I'm not really worried about it. And frankly, if you're trying to buy a $300,000 house and you can't come up with more than 3.5% as a down payment, maybe you should consider saving up a little more money before you go ahead and make that purchase. Mortgage rates, however, are spectacularly low, yet another record low at 4.01%. Um, wow, is all I've got to say to that. Also, one in five mortgage modifications do redefault. 
So that one, unfortunately, is not a good number, and it doesn't say good things about what might be coming up as far as foreclosures and short sales. So we're just going to have to hold tight and see what happens next. All right, last week, we took you on a tour of a brand new model home up in the northwest part of town. Today, we are going to follow up on that by talking about the pros and cons of buying new construction. Let's see, where should I start? I know, let's start with pros. There we go. Um, I think probably the number one pro that most people will mention if you just ask them off the top of the head is, there's nobody else's dirt. It is clean the day you move in. You don't have to scrub toilets. You don't have to scrub floors. It's just there. It's done. It's ready for you. Um, another great thing about new construction is that you can have whatever features you like. Just tell the builder, no, no, I, I want the, this kind of countertop instead of that kind. Or, um, oh, let's see, what are some other good options? I want this color carpet instead of that. All of these things can be picked by you, the buyer. The buyer is always right, right? Okay. Um, it is cost competitive with existing housing, as we did see last week. It was a very nice unit that actually came in for less than our median price on purchasing an existing home. So that's not something to worry about. You can definitely do this on a budget. Also, you can get in on the ground floor of your homeowners association. You can help write those pesky rules that people will be complaining about for years. Or you can torpedo those rules that you don't really like. Torpedo, whoosh! Uh, okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> okay, builders do often have special incentives for buyers, such as, you know, um, we'll throw in a washer dryer for free. They may also have some special financing arrangements. So that is definitely something to be sure and ask about when you are at the home selection center of your favorite builder. Also, you get a builder's warranty. They will come and fix things if they break. For Usually it's a year or two years. Uh, you can, and I strongly recommend, also getting a home warranty that will pick up where that builder's warranty leaves off. So for example, say ABC Builders gives you a two-year warranty, then uh, um, your regular home warranty company will pick up years on three through five, for example. Um, another terrific thing about new construction is that the building techniques are up to date and to current code. You don't have to worry about, huh, was that addition in code? You don't have to worry about, huh, were all these repairs done with proper permits where, where they were needed? It's all done by licensed people and the, the, the inspectors got to sign off on it before you can move in. You also get new, more energy efficient features and materials. One of the things I pointed out last week was low E glass. So you've got new windows that are more efficient than the windows you're going to have in say a 30 year old home. And we're gonna stop here for a question. Yeah, Nate wants to know if I wanted to do a background check on a particular builder, where would you suggest I look? I mean, here in Las Vegas, we've had some builders build let's say, less than quality product? Yeah. So where, where should Nate go to kind of sniff well, out? Well, you know, there, there are a number of things that you can do. Um, I would start with the Better Business Bureau to make sure that they're not ripping people off. 
Um, I, honestly, Google is your friend here. Go ahead and, and do a search on what they've been doing in the area and whether people are happy with it. And believe me, when people are unhappy about something in this internet age, they talk about it anywhere they can find to talk about it. So you know, keep in mind that you're probably going to hear more bad than good that way. But if what you're trying to find out is, is there bad, that is where I would start my search at the search engine. What an ironic place. All right, well, back to, to the list. We're talking about uh, energy efficient materials. I think we covered that. Um, I like to point out that you will have a new roof, a new water heater, new appliances, a new garage door opener, new carpet, fresh paint, new faucets, and new everything. In short, there is not a honeydew list. So that's pretty cool stuff. All great reasons to consider new construction, but there are unfortunately reasons you might not want to consider new construction. So let's go on to the cons. You remember I said you could pick a lot of things? Well, you will pay for every feature that you choose over the base model. Say that you want a granite countertop instead of a tile countertop, or tile countertop instead of a mica countertop, that decision is going to cost you money. Everything that you go for that is not included, it, they're, they're going to be $100 here, $500 there, $1,000 in the next spot, and you are going to add up to some money. So keep that in mind when you're looking at all the fabulous options in the home builder section. Also, if you want it built to order, you do risk construction delays. Unfortunately, there are some things that can't be controlled. They, they can't uh, um, start concrete curing if it's raining. Um, there, there are a lot of things that are dependent upon forces outside of the builder's control. And there, it, as a result, there may be delays. In fact, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's likely that there will be some delay someplace. The question is whether we're talking about a delay of a day or a week or months. Um, now, basically, uh, if you do choose standing inventory, you can go right away. Um, but, uh, of course, the problem with that is that you give up all of those choices that you had. It's like walking onto your car dealership's lot and deciding to sit, I'll buy that one, instead of having them order one up that has each feature that you want. It's a trade-off. Be aware. Now then, um, they are more expensive than distressed properties. Yes, you can pick up a foreclosure for cheaper than new construction. Keep in mind, of course, that with that foreclosure, you're almost certainly going to have some repairs that need to be made. But, you know, that's another trade-off that you've got to think about. New uh, communities do often have higher HOA fees than older communities, simply because the modern HOA does more than an old-fashioned HOA. Um, there are places that all the HOA does is maintain a sign and, and a little grassy spot where the kids play in summer. Whereas a modern community might have um, access gates, clubhouses, parks, all sorts of things that do unfortunately cost money to maintain. And it's going to be your money. Um, a new property is usually going to have very minimal landscaping if it has landscaping at all. You're not going to have big mature trees and shrubs if you buy a new property. And in fact, you may be faced with having to install shrubs, plants, flowers, grass after closing. 
Now, do remember that the nice real estate agent that you're going to find at the Home Choice Center there at the builder's site does work for the builder, not for you. So I do still recommend bring your realtor out on your first visit to help protect your interests and look out for you. Do we have a question? Yeah, you kind of touched upon it. Um, when we were buying our house, yeah. we were told that if we were to walk into a new construction place without a realtor, we could then not come back with a realtor to, to, uh, to be our, you know, mm -hmm. our, our, our person. Is that still the case here? Yes. Or actually, more accurately, if she's not going to get paid by the builder, so it is not in her best interest to come back with you unless you are willing to write her a check for consulting services. I could see, I could see that happening, but yeah, if you don't come on the first visit with your realtor, you will generally not have your own independent representation. All right. Glad I cleared that one up. It is an important point, and I, de I definitely want to make sure people understand it. Um, now, there is also the possibility of construction defects. There's not a track record, so you don't know what's likely to go wrong. Um, also, I just want to point out, do not skip a home inspection when you're buying a new property, because the home inspector may well notice things that the, the uh, foreman of the crew who's going through misses. It's not that he's a bad person, it's that he's got his mind on other stuff and wants to make sure that the house is done so he can move on to the next one. Whereas the home inspector, his job is to see everything that's wrong in that place for you, the guy who's paying him 300 bucks to take a look at it. Um, also, there are those new materials that I was talking about a few minutes ago. Some of them may be unproven, <clears throat> and later some of them may prove to be a problem. As far as I'm concerned, the poster child for that is a product called Kitec, a plumbing product which is known to um, fail catastrophically. So keep that in mind when you're talking about all those wonderful new materials. They may not be great. We've got another question. Well, you should go into that detail because uh, my mom had a Kitec problem. Yes. We had a Kitec problem. <clears throat> um, and it entailed them tearing holes in all of our walls, replumbing yep. everything. I mean, it was a nightmare. Yep, that is what has to be done to, to remediate Kitec. And um, there are settlement funds that are available if you got burned on that. But uh, that's something that, you know, if you have a, an issue, give us a call. We'll put you in touch with some resources to make sure that you're okay. Um, I do have one last point about um, the cons of new construction, and that is that the entire development does not have a track record. Um, it may be that a builder runs out of money halfway through and has to stop construction. It may be that um, Mountain's Edge, for example, um, they've had parks planned, thing, then times got tight, and they had to cut back on what they planned for amenities for the entire community. So if it ain't built yet, you can't count on it existing yet. So that's what I have to say about new construction today. We're going to quickly take a break for some station identification and then return with some real advice. This is David Ivey from Pub Crawl. It's funny because this is David from you should, you should, No, you should just leave it on. Hi, I'm David Ivey from Pub Crawl, and you're watching the Vegas Video Network.
and seen. All right, there we go. Thanks for coming back to hear some real advice. You may have noticed we don't have a what were they thinking this week. So if you've got a great what were they thinking picture, go ahead and send that in to us and we will be glad to give you full credit. So then today for real advice, I would like to tell you a story called the air conditioner lottery. It is a true story that I have permission to relate from the, the gentleman to whom it happened. I called one of my recent closes, you know, how's stuff going, follow up, make sure everything's okay. And he tells me, I won the air conditioner lottery. Excuse me? Well, what had happened was um, I insisted that he needed a home warranty. You may recall one of our early episodes, we'll link to it uh, later, um, had Jenna Bohannon come talk to us in great detail about home warranties. To make a long story short, this man needed it, and he needed it within weeks of moving in. His air conditioner died. Now, it's still kind of toasty in summer, in, uh, in September in Vegas, so this was clearly something that had to get fixed. It was after hours, but he called the, uh, the uh, customer service line for his home warranty company. But um, first thing in the morning, a contractor called him and offered to come out that day to get the process of fixing this thing started. So as you can see, things are already happening nicely fast. Um, and when the contractor came out, he went on up to the roof where the air conditioner was. And after a while, he declared the 30-year-old unit condemned. Basically, that means that he believes it is not fixable, needs to be replaced now. Because it is an expensive thing, this was the sort of thing that they did have to call the home warranty company for, for and get authorization so that the contractor could, you know, order parts, get things working for him. But so um, what happened then is that he got authorization for a new unit, an up-to-date unit that uses the new form of Freon. Everything meets current code, and they had to make some modifications to the stand on the roof for this big old air conditioner unit. The home warranty company did authorize all of that, including bringing a crane out to come get the old unit off the roof and a new one on. As I'm sure you can understand, it's not the sort of thing that a workman can just put on his back and carry up a ladder. That doesn't usually happen. Um, there were some code issues that exceeded the limits under his policy, but in the end, everything was fixed by a licensed contractor. He did not have to go looking through the yellow pages to try and figure out who a reputable licensed contractor was. His total cost was a $55 deductible and $300 for those things that exceeded policy coverage. All done within a week, $355 for a unit installed that just the unit itself costs about $3,000. So I'm sure you can see that a home warranty will save your bacon, and I do insist on every transaction that the buyer needs to have one. Well then. I would like to thank everybody for tuning in on this glorious last Friday in September. 
If you've got questions, problems, and suggestions, go ahead and give us an email at gettingrealatvegasvideonetwork.com. Go ahead and um, call us at 866-966-4599 for my, my personal contact information and the full version of the Friday Figures. Go ahead and visit me at bridgetmagnus.com and have a terrific weekend. Thank you.